Life is about core memories, creating moments with your friends, with your kids that you guys will never forget. And we have one right in our backyard here, Atlanta United. I can't stress this enough to you guys. If you haven't gone, it is the most spectacular sports event in Atlanta. The crowd is wild. They never sit down. It is electric. It is an amazing event each and every week. And the games are right down the street. It is Atlanta. Go online. Get your tickets today. ATLUTD.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get it. The Bird Show. All right, so let's get Thelma on here because she's uh, not happy about this at all. Hey, Thelma, good morning. Good morning. All right, so your best friend slept with your ex-husband? That is right. Okay, let's bring it. What do you got? So we were best friends for 25 years. Um, and uh, this happened last year. We had a pretty massive falling out in April of last year. And uh, a month after we have this massive falling out, uh, my ex-husband, who lives in another state, came to my state in order to visit with our child that we have together. And he was here for a week. And while he's while he visits, I try to give him as much one-on-one time with our child as I possibly can. And so my current husband and our baby stayed with my in-laws during his visit so he could have time, just him and his son. Um, The visit ends, he goes back to his state, all seems normal. A couple months pass, and in July of last year, I'm having a conversation with my then seven-year-old at the time, and uh, he asked me to tell him I was pregnant at the time with my third child, and he asked me, what is the name of the new baby going to be? And I said, well, I know what it is, but I'm not going to tell you because you don't know how to keep a secret. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, I was, you know, just trying to be playful with him, but I was also being 100% honest. I mean, he was a seven-year-old, right? And uh, he looks at me and he says, well, I'll tell you my secret if you tell me yours. Oh, no. Now, of course, I automatically assume he's going to tell me that he, you know, ate candy behind my back or something, you know. And so I I play along and I say, okay, I'll tell you what the name is. And he tells me that while his father was visiting a few months before, that his dad and him went over to Aunt Louise's house. And that while he was at Aunt Louise's house with his dad, that Aunt Louise and his dad told him that this is a secret visit. Oh, geez. And he's not allowed to tell mom. And that he has to not just not tell me, but lie to me directly about it. Girl, let me tell you, I, I'm not even, I'm no longer mad about him sleeping with your best friend. I'm mad that he dragged the kid into it. Mm-hmm. That is 100% the main point of this for me. Um, and then he tells me that they stayed the night there. <gasps> and my seven-year-old says to me, I slept in another room. Daddy slept in Aunt Louise's room. And I, uh, my head about exploded. So um, I, of course, call my ex-husband and confront him. And he obviously has no defense. He's not going to call our seven-year-old a liar. So all he can muster is, you don't control my private life. Okay. And I'm like, Whatever, whatever. So, uh, you know, I will say that in the time, obviously this happened July of last year. My ex and I, we have talked things out. He has admitted to me that he was wrong and he shouldn't have done it. And more so, he admitted to me that there was no way he can justify bringing our son into it. Mm -hmm. So we have worked things out. We don't really have a choice. We have to co-parent. And before this, we got along quite swimmingly. 
So um, I've forgiven him. My biggest, my biggest holdup with him was that he involved our child. But when it comes to Louise, I was not held up on anything other than pure betrayal. I mean, after 25 years, someone who was like a sister to me, somebody that my kids look to as a real aunt, not only would she do this with my ex-husband, but she would tell, look my child in the eye, my seven-year-old child in the eye, and tell him to lie to his mother. Yeah. And I have not spoken to her at all. My my last conversation with her was our big blow up when we cut ties. So um, she, I have no idea if she even knows that I know the truth. So Thelma, let me ask you a question. Um, sure. Why are we here? I mean, you, you got a whole, uh, the, the whole thing, it, you know, is wrong from top to bottom, right? I oh, mean, yeah. the betrayal here. I am really starting to hate people today based on our last two stories. Um, I know. These are infuriating. Yeah, they're really, really infuriating. So why are we here? Are you, like, thinking about, like, still having this friendship with your best friend? Or why are we here? Not in a million years. Um, that, that ship has sailed. She crossed a line that you can't uncross. And I think what it comes down to for me is the trust. The trust is gone, so how can there possibly be friendship? But what I'm hoping to gain here is... Why? I mean, what was she thinking? I have to know how she could justify this kind of betrayal to herself in her own mind as to why out of 8 billion people in this world, Mm -hmm. she would go after someone who was like a sister to her and and the father of that person's child. I I don't want to be friends with her. I, I have... I, that's that. No, <laughs> I, I couldn't. But I, I think I deserve to know why. All right. So because you don't want to talk to her, you have no interest no. in reaching out Mm-mm. and speaking to her. So you would like us as a third party to reach out to Louise and get answers to some questions you have to put this to bed. Sorry. No, nope. absolutely. <laughs> put this to bed. You're terrible. I know I'm, where the problem started. I know. I'm so sorry. So passive aggressive. I can't I, believe I definitely it. considered before reaching out to you guys, just reaching out to her myself. But I think that if we talk just each other, it's just going to turn into war. It's just going to be a screaming match of you did this 10 years ago and, and I did this last year. And, and I think that um, she'd scream at me, but she won't scream at Tommy. Is that the <laughs> <laughs> Thelma, you know, I, I'm just going to be real with you because here's my philosophy is like when you guys call us up, you're asking for 100 percent honesty if it hurts or not. Yeah. Right. She's never going to give you an answer that you're going to be comfortable with, right? She's either going to lie about it. This can't possibly make sense to you because you're a better person than she is. You would never do this. So there is nothing that she is going to say that is going to make any sense to you whatsoever. I think you're totally wasting your time trying to get answers out of her. It's not going to do any good. You got to stop caring about her and because she should have no bearing on your life whatsoever. She is a rotten person. Nothing good can come from speaking to her. Yeah. Uh, this is not a rotten act and she's not a rotten person. I'm just going to label her a rotten person because this is your ex and now you're talking about your child also when she did that. Rotten right. people do that. And I know you've had to make amends to uh, to a certain extent because your ex-husband, you have to co-parent, so there has to be some um, leniency there, right? And right. At, le- at least he showed remorse. Um, with her, yeah, yeah, you have history, but technically there's no ties. And you already said the ship has sailed on you ever, like, rec- uh, having another fr- a friendship with her, so. Oh, absolutely. So what the, would the point really be? What do you think she can really give you? I guess because it's, it's something that has weighed on my mind. It's something that I think about at least once a day since mm-hmm. I found out in July of last year because wow. she has an ex-husband. And so it's just like I would have never, I would have never. I, I mean, to be fair, I think her ex-husband's disgusting. But even if <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I mean, we never. could. Look, you're a grown woman. We'll do whatever you want. If you want us to reach out, that will be fine. Um, I just don't think that this is going to be productive or healthy for you whatsoever. And maybe I'm just putting my values on you, but I would slam this door and never look back because there's nothing that my best friend would be able to say that could justify the rottenness that happened. 
honestly, I think I think you're right, Bert. I mean, up to this point, the only person I've really talked to about this is obviously my husband. And, you know, I, I get a skewed point of view from somebody who loves me so much, right? <laughs> but, um, I mean, maybe you guys don't need to reach out. I, I actually, what you're saying makes sense is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that anything that she says is going to help. It can't can't undo it. My heart literally hurts for you because this is such an incredible betrayal and Mo and I have said this before, we just don't have the forgiveness gene. Nope. (laughs) Not well anyway. No. It takes a long time. So, Kristen, Cassie, Abby, is there anything here that can can come I mean, positive out of this? I I hate that she she literally, she's thought about it every single day for over a year. (sighs) Like at some point during her day, this pops into her head and she has to address it in her mind. Like, I, 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 I hate that for you. And I would be the same way. Um, You'd want answers? Yeah, I would. Okay. If I do reach out on her behalf, I just want to confirm the email. I've got uh, exbestfriendsloot at gmail.com. <laughs> Rotten that, that person right? through and through. I Abby. Mean, I'm in- with a you. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got to be honest, I'm morbidly curious. I know that really this isn't going to be super productive. No. But I got to say, I do think there is something to scratching that curiosity itch. And I, I, I hope, like, maybe this is the thing that makes her put it to bed. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, I just said that and I couldn't take it back. It's completely fair to Kristen's point. Um, I, I don't know if even giving answers will make me stop thinking about her. After 25 yeah. years of friendship, the majority of my life yeah. up to this point, um, things happen every single day that make me just think of her. And then, mm. of course, as soon as I think of her or an inside joke or a memory, the very next thing that pops into my head is the betrayal, of course. See, you and your husband, and, you and your ex-husband have talked about this and gotten, like, and moved past it. I think what yeah. you need is to be able to, like... You you don't know if your friend knows that you know. I, I think don't. I think you need to. I think for your own peace of mind, you need to let her know. I know what you did. That's why we're not speaking. That's why we will never speak again. Is there anything you want to say? Because you, you haven't talked about it with her, so there's like this open ended. There's 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 this open endedness of it. Yeah. Do you want to do I it, or do you? She would just lie about the whole thing. Uh, she yes. probably will, Absolutely. but at least then she'll know you know. And she's going to lie to us too. So, <laughs> Thelma, what is it exactly you want us to do? You want us to let this thing go? Do you want to handle it yourself? We'll do whatever you want. I think that you're right, Bert, and I think that I'm I'm going to let it go. Good for Good you. Good for you. Good nice. for you. Couldn't be me. Hey, Thelma, can I do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I have other friends, not many as long as I've had her, but. That's not really a friend anybody needs. Amen to that. Start your healing process. You don't need that rotten person in your life, okay? Okay. Thank you guys so much. It was so great to hear it from a third party. (laughs) I'm glad you emailed us. Thank you. Oh, I don't like people today. I'm disappointed. Who does that? I am disappointed in you. Why? What a poor radio soldier you are today. (laughs) My heart was hurting for her, though, man. I mean, to do that with the kid in the house, too. It's disgusting. disgusting. Get it. The Bird Show. The more times we spend talking about weddings and the problems associated with weddings, I don't know why anybody would actually do one. It feels like every day there is another source of tension when it comes to weddings, which is what we are doing with our texting tutor today. Hold, please. What's our listener's name? Lauren be thy name. Thanks for putting down that extra large uh, turkey leg. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Lauren, what is going on with your wedding and the source of your tension? Hi, guys. Um, So my best friend and I are set to be each other's maid of honors, Um, you know, which is obviously great. But the problem is I am set to be married in October. Um, now, she was planning on a very long engagement uh, in order to save money and whatnot, you know. So she was planning on getting married. She doesn't have a date set. Well, she didn't have a date set yet, but it was going to be like 
probably up to two years from now. So like in spring or whatever, you know, about six months after mine. So you're looking 2024. So you're October 2024. Mm -hmm. She's going to be spring, summer of 2025. Yes. Okay. So now her fiance's parents um, surprised her and said that they're going to help pay for the wedding, which means she's like, oh, let's bump up the wedding date. Well, she wants to get married now two weeks before me in October. Mm. So, I mean, I'm super happy that she's getting this influx of money because, you know, weddings are expensive. But um, obviously this presents a problem. I don't want to be her maid of honor if she's getting married two weeks before me. And I don't want her to be mine because, you know, we're not going to be able to, like, focus on each other's weddings and our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my problem. And I just really would love for you guys to, to guide me and what to say to her and how to solve this problem. I really want to nix it before she even like nails down a venue or starts getting, because, you know, I've already paid for my venue. We've got caterers lined up. Like I, you know, I'm going to lose a lot of money if I have to change my date. Um, so I really want to have her change her mind and I need your help with that. I don't think going into this, we said Lauren was thy name, correct? That is yeah. correct, yes. Um, I, Lauren, I don't really think going into this and telling her you can't do that is going to like win you any favors. I think mm. being honest with her that, hey, um, it kind of hurts my feelings that you didn't put this into consideration, that having our wedding mm. so close to each other is going to detract from each each other's weddings. It's going to put a cash strap because we're, you know, we're friends, so we're going to have similar guests. And um, mm. being made of honors, we're not going to really be able to focus on each other's weddings. I think coming at it like that and seeing her reaction will gauge whether or not you even have a chance of her moving that date. Okay, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And, and keep, in mu- keep in mind, though, that the friend here, what are we going to call your friend? Rachel. Rachel. Um, so Rachel really has kind of all the leverage here because she's the one that's getting all the money from the in-laws, correct? Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's she's going to be a little bit more inflexible, I think, than Lauren here is. Yes? No? Well, it depends. So what's a red flag to me is like this is not, I feel like this is something you would absolutely think about because I wouldn't put a wedding two weeks before my friend's wedding, if I'm the maid of honor, like I'm, I know I got to focus on her. And then there's my honeymoon after the wedding. It's going to interfere with my friend's wedding. Is she, be honest, is she slightly jealous of you? You know, there is a part of me that's like, maybe she wants to just seal the deal first. There, that thought has crossed my mind. Yeah, there, ha- there has been a little bit of that dynamic. And like who plans their wedding two weeks before their best friend's wedding? I feel like somebody's trying to steal some sparkle. <sighs> Especially oh, when no. you know the date's already happening. It's not like they're both deciding and this is the only date they can do. She still hasn't even booked a venue yet. So you think this is calculated? I yeah. think it's a little calculated. Oh, damn. Now, yeah. you, you guys are both made of honors in each other's weddings? Yes. So this is like best friend sistership. Mm-hmm. And But see, here's the thing. Just because you're getting an influx of money, that doesn't mean you have to change the wedding date. Yeah. Like it, there's, right. I could understand the venue, like changing the venue to a better venue, getting a better, like if this was a fight about venues or caterers or florists or whatever, that, you know, I understand more money, you get the nicer stuff, but that's nothing to do with the date. Well, I understand her. The reason why they were pushing the date for two years is to like, is to save money. Save. Well, now their, mm. their in-laws have given them this money so they can, they don't have to hold off. Because that's what they—that's mm-hmm. the whole person, the whole reason mm-hmm. for holding off. So now they can move the date up, um, and so by all means, move the date up, but move it up to like May. Like you don't care that she gets married before you. You just don't want her getting married two weeks within, yeah. like within the weddings. Yeah, and we've always talked about how October is wonderful because we both really love fall, and so I think ideally she would like to get married in the fall, but still, like. A year later would be fine, you know? All right, Lauren, uh, hang with us here for just one second. And when we come back, we will devise a texting game plan to where we could start texting your best friend and say, hey, let's talk about this two-week difference in our weddings because it's going to be a real mess. So we will start texting tutor next on The Burt Show. Get it. The Burt Show. All right, so we're about to start texting tutor for Lauren here. We're going to start texting her best friend. They are... Each other's maid of honors. The problem here is that Lauren had set a date for her wedding, 
when her friend, what were we calling the friend again? Rachel. Rachel. Rachel um, planned her wedding two weeks before Lauren, after Lauren had already set the date. Do I have that right? Yes. She was going to push it off so they could save more money, but her in-laws are hooking her up with some cash. So they decided to move the wedding up, and they have picked a date of October, and it's two weeks before her best friend's wedding. I'm trying to figure out like a gentle way to get into this conversation where Rachel doesn't put up a wall immediately mm-hmm. and get defensive, and I don't know what that is. Well, if I may, I would like to nominate Abby to mm. take the lead on this because she is currently the maid of honor for her cousin's wedding. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's so much, like especially two weeks before the wedding, there's so much stress that's going to be put on the bride and on you because you got to keep the bride sane and you've got to like make sure everything's going smooth behind the scenes. So I think you should actually maybe plant the seed in her head that it would be a bad idea for her to pick Mm. that date two weeks before by saying something along the lines of like, hey, Rachel... I'm worried about not being able to focus on your wedding with it being so close to mine. Kudos to you, Abby, for somebody that's never going to be married to give that kind of strong advice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> it was a compliment! Backhanded <laughs> was. Uh-huh. Your definition of compliment and ours is very different. Listen. Right, so, why don't I give her the exact words to use here? All right, uh, Lauren, let's start out with this. Just be like, do, do you have like a pet name for her? Do you, do you say, hey, bestie, hey, girl? What, what are you more comfortable with? Wedding stealer. I call her Rach, yeah. Okay, let's say, hey, Rach, been thinking about both our big days. I'm a little stressed that I might not be able to be as present as I'd like to be if your day is so close to mine. Yep. Thoughts, question mark? Thoughts, question mark. <laughs> okay. Thoughts? Okay, send? Yep, fired it off, baby. And it begins. Is it just our show, or have weddings become more problematic and more stressful through the years? No, they've always been that way. Always been like this? Mm -hmm. God, it always just seems like it's something, man. I do think social media has put more pressure on people to make a bigger deal out of their their big day. Because I was talking to my mom about her wedding experience, and she's like, back in my day, you know, when it was a bachelorette party, you would just spend a night, uh, you know, in your hometown. You know, everyone stays at your apartment, and you just do one big bachelorette party one night Mm -hmm. somewhere local. And now it's like everybody's got to have these big vacations, and it just ends up being a whole racket. I do think they're more expensive, but I feel like the level of drama, there's always been drama surrounding weddings. I feel like that's something that's been as as old as time. For sure. My mom didn't even tell me she got married until they got home. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even know. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I had no idea. Where'd they go? Uh, To one, I guess the Justice of Peace, she went with my dad and yeah, they came back home and was like, so uh, we got something we want to tell you. Here. I'm so serious. And how long have they been married? They've been married 25 years now. There we go. There we go. Didn't even know till after. I do think a courthouse wedding is really romantic. I do too. Like you don't even need the frills, just each other. Yes, precious. How old were you? Ooh, um, 12. Were you hurt that you didn't get to be there? Not really. No, man. He's playing Atari. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interrupted man. He ain't that old. He was playing Sega. <laughs> I was yeah. playing Atari. Yeah. <laughs> she just wrote back. She said, hey, I hear ya. I totally get it. And we'll lower the bar for you, LOL. We'll lower the bar for you. Like well, lower the bar did. in terms of what she has to do as maid of honor. Maid of honor duty. Yeah. That was a good response on Rachel's part. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is where I think we go in for the kill. She said, won't be offended if you get a bit, if you seem a bit distracted. We just need to organize and plan the details far in advance. That's what you are great at. What if we say that you've decided that you're going to change your wedding date and it's two weeks before hers? Two days. Two days before hers. (laughs) Um, Okay, how about, okay, how about we match energy? And we're like, I hope you're willing to put that bar super low. A month before my wedding... The only thing I, I really want to be focused on is planning my wedding. Should we end it with, I think you might need to look for somebody else. Mm. Because having done a wedding, I can tell you, you will not have time for her. No. Not that last month. There's just, 
there's barely any time for you to get everything done for your wedding, it's not fair to you and it's not fair to her. But our mission here isn't to bow out as maid of honor. Our mission is to get her to change the date. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'm thinking if you pull like the hard, say something like, if you keep this date, I'm not going to be able to be your maid of honor. (sighs) Or, Or could we just basically ask her, are you sure there's no way, are you sure there's not another date that wouldn't that wouldn't be so close to ours question mark so what if you went in and and combined the two and said honestly a month before my wedding all i'm going to be able to think about is my wedding are you sure there's not another date you would be willing to check out that's fair so i hope you're willing to set that bar super low because a month before my wedding the only thing i'm going to want to be focused on is my wedding are you sure there's not another date you'd be willing to check out I would almost take out the setting the bar low part and just go in and say, honestly, a month before my wedding, the only thing I'm going to be able to focus on is planning my wedding. Maybe I want to be there for you. Are you sure there's not another date? Ooh, I like that. It's masterful watching. It's like a tennis match. I feel like we're at the U.S. Open of texting tutor. Moshe's over here just going back and forth and back and forth. Being a woman is exhausting. It's so, so exhausting. Hey, girl, just wanted to ask. It really is, man. Seriously. Lauren, did you send it? I can't remember if we told her to send it. I did. You didn't tell me to send it, but I did. And I, I'm seeing the little dots that say she's writing back. So hang tight. The, the suspense is killing me. The dots. Do, 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 do. Dots. Oh, you never knew about yeah, dots, yeah. did you, Abby? I don't know about the dots. What do you mean dots? Okay, uh, so back in the day, the this is almost as intriguing as Ninny, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day when we did texting tutor, we would always tell the person that we were helping, let us know when you see dots. And then, Cassie, we would do what? Dots, 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 dots. And it was fun for a few weeks, and then it was just like we. I feel we did it for months. Then we ran out of steam. It was like dots, dots. We would do different songs. We do themes. We love that. Here we go. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. She wrote back. Okay. In response to, "Are you sure there's not another day you'd be willing to check out?" She said, "I don't think so. You know, I've always wanted a fall wedding, and now I have to get one. Now I get to have one. Sorry. I know." We are going to have a crazy couple of weeks, but we can do it. I love an adventure with you. Oh, my gosh. She's not getting it. No, she gets it. She's just refusing to do anything about it. Mm. There there are 16 weeks in fall. She can choose another one. And the leaves are better in November anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Why don't you just do it? Seriously, Lauren, respond with that. Leaves are better in November. (laughs) (laughs) LOL. (laughs) Better in November. LOL. LOL. Okay, thanks. <laughs> okay. I would almost double text because yeah. that was a joke, but I would say, honestly, yeah, I think this is going to be more stressful than we both realize and impossible, too. I would write, yeah, and and logistically impossible. Um, okay. Okay. I'm at this point, I'm begging you to really reconsider choosing another date. I really want to be able to fully enjoy these monumental moments in our life. Yes. Okay, but she wrote back, hold on, the, 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 these monumental moments in our life. All right, so okay. read read the text you have. Okay, so but so she wrote, I looked up the best time for leaves. They actually aren't. Okay. <laughs> like the best in November. Plus, I don't want to get too close to Thanksgiving, et cetera. Okay, fine. Mm. So my, the text I'm about to send says, honestly, I think this is going to be more stressful and logistically impossible than we both realize. At this point, I'm begging you to reconsider another date. I really want to be able to fully enjoy these monumental moments in our life. Send? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, if you live in the South, they're best at the end of October to early November. Yeah. It's football season. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't come to the wedding then. <laughs> Stay home and watch a little TV. <laughs> Be all with your screen time virtually rather than your friends in their biggest moments of their lives. I definitely. But that's cool because Damar Hamlin or whoever is definitely going to drive you to the airport. They're your best friends. You <laughs> <laughs> picked the one dude that almost got killed on the football field. Well, so many players. Is that what you his name? Yes. You mean the one that went into like cardiac arrest on the field? Well, I was going to say Aaron Rodgers, but he just got injured, so I couldn't pick him. That would have been better. So I put the one name. I do. Your message got lost in your flight. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god. And now you know why she scheduled her wedding during football yeah. season. Yeah, thank you. That is why. Yes. Because uh, she doesn't care. Demar, she doesn't care great. about the sports. <laughs> Mr. Hamlin, I care about you and I hope you're recovering okay. That was bad. I was like, is that the name she really chose? That's the only one I knew. I thought you guys were so impressed I even knew that name. No. Now I know why I know it. Mm. Uh, okay. Okay, well, this is a step. She said, I think I think you're way overthinking things. It will be itable. I'll be fine. Come over this weekend and we can plan it all out. Timeline, charts, etc. I know that kind of organization makes you happy, which yeah. it does. But what the heck? What do I say to that? Like, uh, do I just go over there and then I can be more honest. How about you just say, I appreciate your optimism, but I'm not feeling it. Okay. I don't know. I feel like this is a battle we got to lose. I feel like keeling over. Like a turtle on its back. How come this is not one of those conversations where you usually use the disclaimer like, this is a face-to-face. This shouldn't be a text. No, I mean, it is. It is. So she should go this weekend. I wouldn't. (laughs) It's a lot harder face-to-face to have that conversation when they've got materials and timelines. Like, I like Kristen's approach of saying, like, I appreciate your optimism, but I'm not feeling it. We got to think about stress levels. Are friends going to multiple weddings within a two-week window if you share a lot of friends? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's your honeymoon. Okay. I already sent, I appreciate your optimism, but I'm not feeling okay. it. So let me say, we have to, we've got to think about like overlapping friends that are coming to both weddings. Or, you, okay. And the fact that I'm going to be stressed out with my own wedding as it is. Okay. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that's good. Oh, she wrote back already. Okay. I don't know what to say. This is what I I want and have always wanted. I'm supportive of you. Oh, why aren't you supporting me? Eh, okay, wait, no. Okay. Why aren't you supporting me? This will be just as hard for for me as for you, but I'm willing to do it so that so that we both have the big day we've always dreamed of. No, no, no. I'm not buying that BS for one second. You can say this. <laughs> Your wedding date is putting extra strain on me right before my wedding. It's not supportive. <gasps> oh. I mean, decide if you want to go in hard like that. But, and I think you could say, and I think I would add, it's not supportive. I know you're not doing anything intentionally, but it's really stressing me out. Okay. Because I I don't think she's trying to be malicious, and I think we should point that out, but she's not being supportive. Mm -mm. And especially because you're coming to her stressed out, and she's not supporting you. That's what you should say at the gate. I'm coming to you stressed out, and you aren't being supportive of me. Mm. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, she wrote back. Okay, this is clearly not working. She said, whoa, 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 it's the biggest day of my life, too. Yet there's only one of us that seems to want the best for both of us. Wow. Wow. So you want me to compromise the wedding that I've always wanted so you can have yours? Why is your day more important than mine? Because I booked it first. (laughs) Because I booked it first. No, I wouldn't say that. Sorry, that was a major. Don't send that. Don't send that. Don't send that. Don't send that. Don't send it. Oh my gosh, should I unsend it? Send it. Undersend, undersend. I was going to go in with something like, I am supporting you. I want to be there for you. Did you get to unsend it? I did, but I don't know if she saw it. Oh, she saw it. She saw All right, all right. This is too, like, fragile to just dump right here. So let's continue this in a couple of minutes after we find out what the friend's response was. And then we'll continue our texting tutor from there, okay? It's the Burt Show. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It doesn't sit right with my soul. That's kind of been a fun theme we've been playing with on the Burt Show lately, where you're getting something off your chest that's just not sitting right with you. Like when I threw a sick burn at Abby and then immediately felt bad, and she did the same thing to Kristen and also felt bad right away. Now, we're all good, and that was all in good fun, but sometimes you're not quite ready to confront your problems head on, and you need someone to talk to. And while we love talking to you guys about your drama, sometimes it's above our pay grade, and you need a professional to give you advice. I've been to therapy and there's something so freeing about unloading your problems on a therapist that has your back and you know is there to help you. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Show. Are you looking for excitement 
in Atlanta. Well, you got it right down the street at Mercedes-Benz. That's where Atlanta United plays. And I've been telling you for years, it's one of the most exciting nights that you will have with your family. Soccer is different. It's just different than going to a football game, baseball game. There is no downtime. I mean, the excitement lasts the entire game at an Atlanta United match. And it doesn't even matter if you're really, really into soccer or not. I'll tell you one way to get into soccer. Just go to one Atlanta United game and you will get caught up in the excitement so much that you'll become a lifelong fan. I'm telling you this right now. I love bringing my son Hollis there. I love bringing his friends there. I know it's going to be a safe family event, and I know I'm going to walk out of there. I got some memories now with my kids. So don't look any further. You got one of the best soccer teams in the country right here in our own backyard, Atlanta United. Just give it one try, Atlanta United. You can always get your tickets at atlutd.com. Hey, y'all, it's Katie here from The Bird Show. Pride unites us all, and so does Atlanta United. That's why I'm giving you the chance to win a spot in The Bird Show's Pride Night Suite in celebration of Pride Month. That's right. Join me and The Bird Show crew on Sunday, June 2nd, as Atlanta United takes on the fierce rival, Charlotte FC, with kickoff at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We need to beat Charlotte, so we will be loud and proud. Believe that. Oh, and by the way, did I mention Atlanta United is giving away a -a one-of-a-kind Pride-inspired towel, plus a $5 donation to Lost and Found Youth, an Atlanta-based nonprofit that provides services to the LGBTQ plus youth, which is included with your Pride Night ticket pack. Remember, to enter for your chance to win a spot in the Bird Show's Pride Night Suite, head over to thebirdshow.com. To guarantee your tickets and Pride Towel, go to atlutd.com and click the Promotional Packs tab for more details. Can't wait to see you all there June 2nd at 4.30 p.m. Together, we are Atlanta. Atlanta United. See you there. The Bird Show. All right, we're in a texting tutor tornado. Lauren's best friend and maid of honor just moved her wedding to two weeks before hers. Obviously, she thinks she's trying to steal her sparkle. This is going to cause so much drama, so much stress. We're trying to get her friend, a.k.a. her maid of honor, to move her wedding again. All right, Lauren, you hanging in there, girl? At this point, I'm a little irritated. And it's true. (laughs) Okay. Not as irritated as she's about to be. (laughs) We got to follow that vibe and be like, honestly, I booked it first. I feel like you're trying to upstage me. I'm telling you, I want to be there for you as much as I can for your wedding. You changed your date and put it two weeks before mine. Good. How would you feel if I did this to you? Uh Wait, 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 wait. Oh, God. She said, why did you unsend that? Wow, you booked it first. So what? Okay, okay. Oh, God. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We're all right. It's exactly what you said before. Um, uh, What did I say? I feel like you're trying to upstate. Someone's on the DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. (laughs) Stretch her. Like. (laughs) Where are the trainers? Cassie's on Cassie's on the turf. <laughs> Is this when we need the defibrillator? Yes. yes. I would. I would say um, I booked it first, and I feel like you're trying to upstage me by moving your date two weeks in front of mine. I told you I wanted to be there for you in my full capacity, and I can't do that with the date of your wedding. I want to support you, but I've already booked everything, and this feels vindictive. Okay, or, mm, don't say that. Yeah, don't say that last part. I want to support you. And the timing feels strange to me? No. No. I want to support you, but a good friend wouldn't book their wedding right in front of mine. I mean, that's a fact. Yeah. All right, do this. Be like, okay. What if I move my wedding date two weeks before yours? It's an empty threat. Yeah, and she knows that because it's already booked. So she'll go, okay. And you got nothing. I want to hold off because I feel like the language is so inflammatory. It's not going to, it's really not going to get us anywhere. Upstage is like harsh. Yeah. Something like. Uh, She said, well, I sent it. And she said, go for it. It wouldn't bother me at all. Surprise, surprise. I think you leave her on red. At this point, I I would. You know what? I I do think things are starting to get heated here. Mm -hmm. I do think you got to talk to her face to face this yeah, weekend. I would, yeah. I would leave it on red and let it breathe. Um, you, okay. you and her, obviously, seeing the same situation very differently. Even though you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. 
Um, if I were you, what I would do um, is take some time to cool off and then put your feelings and thoughts on paper. You got to get your safety dates out today. Also, be, you got to be the first invite. Mm-hmm. Even though your weddings okay. happen later, get everyone to commit to you first. Can you do that fast? Okay. Oh, yeah. That yeah. quickly? Yeah. You can turn yeah. around real fast. Send those out. She doesn't even have a venue. Like, she just has a date. She she literally just plucked a date out of thin air because she wants to get married in the fall. She doesn't have a venue. That's that's what's so irritating is because it's not like she's locked in because her dream venue is only available this one day in the next five years. She literally could pick any damn week. It doesn't have to be right then. That's right, Cass. Cass, feels feel strongly about this. So leave it on red. Get the invites out. Talk to her this weekend, and then we talk to okay. you, and we make it worse on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. We've already gotten our save the dates, but we haven't sent them. So uh, sending them is that wicked? Do an e-vite. Just send an email. Do you want to be real petty? Send out okay. save the dates to everyone. Are you inviting her parents? Are you friends with her parents? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Send out the save the <laughs> dates to everyone except her. Ooh. Including the parents. I don't know. Just be a little petty. Oh, must have gotten lost in the mail. <laughs> you already knew you were coming. You're my maid of honor. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't think, <laughs> thought you needed one. Actually, do you think it would, like, help me, though, if I did send the save the dates to them? Like, this isn't changing, so yeah. maybe change yours? Yeah. No, I would send them to everybody. Yeah, don't leave her out. I'm just being petty. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I would go ahead and get those out as okay. soon as possible. Because, honestly, I think you may have friends, if they're traveling or whatever, who are going to have to pick one to two weddings. Yeah. So get yours out first, and they'll pick yours. And then she'll have no one on her side. Like, as somebody with a kid, if I had to travel to, like, one of the weddings, I wouldn't be able to do both. I would have to choose one over the other. Mm -hmm. And I would probably have already RSVP'd to the one that I got first. Yeah, and there are people that are coming, like, from out of state, so. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, I mean, I hate to do this, but, like, she's giving me no choice, right? Absolutely. Yep, you're on the right here. Okay. All right, let's let's talk on Monday, okay? Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Good luck this weekend. Good luck. Your dress is prettier and your flowers are better. And you're a better person. (laughs) By far. Your fiance's hotter. Uh Uh-huh. I know. Your ring is bigger. You're going to live a rich, fulfilling life, and she's not. Yeah, your band kicked her band's ass. (laughs) See you. Bye-bye. And her chicken was dry. (laughs) (laughs) So that friendship's pretty much over, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it could bounce back. Oh, hell no. That's a wrap. If you're maid of honor level, I think one will realize that. Well, if you're maid of honor level, you would never have booked it two weeks before your friend anyway. But some people are dumb as rocks and they don't understand. And you don't understand until you go through the process how much work it is. So I really think if she's able to rationally explain to her friend how much work it is, how it's going to affect the guest list, how it's going to affect her. Like if you're a real maid of honor BFFL like quality, you'll change the date. You have totally not turned me around. That friendship is over. <laughs> I'm just trying to recover with some positivity after my Damara Hamlin <laughs> He would totally pick her wedding to go to over the other one, by the way. <laughs> Get it. The Bird Show. All right, y'all. This potential scam that is involving a dead relative of mine keeps getting weirder and weirder and weirder. This is the one you told us about yesterday. Yes. Okay. So to catch, to you know, if you missed it, to catch you up, I got a call the other night, 8 o'clock at night. Oh, that was weird. That was you literally just got a call. <laughs> <laughs> that was so creepy. Oh. The spirits are listening. My friends still don't know that I do a morning radio show <laughs> live. Who's calling you? Call them out. I don't know. It's under douchebag. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um... I get a phone call, 8 o'clock the other night, a number I don't recognize. Don't answer it. It goes to voicemail. I listen, and it's a woman from a probate company saying she's calling in regards to my Uncle David's estate. My Uncle David passed away a couple of months ago. Um, My Uncle David never married, never had kids. So that means any of his estate go to his parents who are deceased or then go to his brother and sister, my dad and my Aunt Marilyn. Both my dad and my Aunt Marilyn are deceased. So that means any of Uncle David's estates now go to all of his niece and nephews, okay? Now, I hadn't heard anything. I assumed if he had a will, he left it to the church because he was a deacon. Or if he didn't have a will, the our cousins would do whatever with it. So hadn't thought of, but I get that phone call. And of course, I'm like, what? maybe Uncle David left us something. Like, what? So I call 
her back and she's from this probate company in Ohio where my uncle lived and died. And she said, your uncle did not have a will, but because you are next of kin, you are entitled to part of his estate. If you don't um, file this paperwork, blah, 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 it will go to the state of Ohio and you will miss your cut of whatever. And I'm like, this is very weird. And she mentioned the list of people who were on it, but uh, like my aunt Marilyn had eight kids and she only mentioned like one of the kids, kids. Okay. And I'm like, well, what about X, Y, Z? And she goes, well, they must have other representation. Mm-hmm. And the whole, so she's like, have you gotten the paperwork? And I'm like, no, we didn't get any paperwork. She sent this DocuSign, whatever. I haven't signed the thing. So I reach out to my brother, ask, that was my first thing was to reach out to my brother and to figure out what he had got. And he said, yes, he got paperwork and he signed it and sent it back. And I'm like, what did you do? He did not get notified from the probate company, even though the probate company said they were. My brother received in the mail a copy of my uncle's will. <gasps> no. Yes. So he, my brother. Why is this so shocking? Because he did I'm have a will. Something. He did. Yeah, because okay. the probate company told me he didn't have a will. Ah. So I'm, I'm talking to my brother and I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, I got like, I got this Manila folder in the mail and it had like a ton of documents and in it and one of them was Uncle David's will and we're our names are on it and I'm like what so I'm so confused and like the paperwork he signed was legit whatever through this law firm in Ohio that sent this information that has us and the other nieces and nephews on it right so now I'm like so confused so I have reached out to a friend who is a lawyer And I've asked him, he's supposed to call around today on my behalf to try to figure stuff out, right? Because the probate company, the lawyer they use, is not the same law firm that is sending my brother this information. And then on top of that, I haven't received anything about my uncle's will. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is so confusing. So I asked my brother, I'm like, will you please take photos of these documents and send them to me so we can know what we're dealing with here? Because I haven't gotten anything. And I'm like, when did you get this? And he's like, two weeks ago. Whoa. And I haven't gotten anything in the mail. He sends me the document. And there enough, sure, last will and testament of Uncle David. And there's my name misspelled (laughs) (laughs) and there is my address oh wait no it's not wrong number wrong street (gasps) they sent I don't know where they sent this I don't know how they got like they inverted some numbers of my address and then the street name not even close they they called me Christina instead of Kristen what yes and then the probate company who was supposed to send me their information right still haven't got it it got, it got delivered to our neighbor's house and our neighbor just dropped it off at my house this morning and they spelt my name wrong. So it's like the perfect storm of miscommunications, but at the end of the day, it turned out to not be a scam. I, I still don't know. Like, no, it sounds like a scam. I don't understand. Why would a probate company be reaching out to me and telling me my uncle does not have a will when my uncle does indeed have a will? That's why it's scammy because I had a relative pass away recently and the estate goes into probate, but they executed the will. There were people the uh, who execute the will and they were dealing with the probate. I wasn't contacted till later on when they were doing like distributions or what have you. So the fact that a probate company is reaching out to you being like, oh, there's no will, take advantage now. That seems super sketchy to me. I would not trust that. But I also wouldn't trust the fact that Christina somewhere, somewhere got all your uncle's like personal private documents. What's next up? So um, our our friend who is a lawyer is calling the probate company to talk to them and then is also calling the law firm representing my uncle's will to let them know you got the name wrong you got the address wrong <laughs> oh. like like oh. WTF what's going on here so there is a will like what's the next steps I, I, what a freaking mess it's a nightmare get it the bird show Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Will pop icons in sync go on tour in 2024? No. Sorry. (laughs) Rumors are pointing to yes. No, they won't. Shut it, Kristen! No, they won't. So we already got the exciting news that they're dropping a brand new track for the Trolls movie. In sync, potentially giving us some live performances. The first... 
is that they're going on tour in 2024. I was on Dumois last night, which if you don't know what Dumois is, Dumois is this super secret public Instagram account <laughs> where you can, you can scroll through blind items and see what people are saying based off of people they know in the industry. So there's a, they leak a lot of stuff before it comes out. It's all unverified, but it does tend to be pretty accurate. So somebody said that that uh, NSYNC will be going on tour in 2024. Again, unverified, unconfirmed, but it is on Dumois, and I kind of trust them. But there's also a second rumor going around, and it's not just about them going on tour, but it's about them possibly being a Super Bowl halftime performer alongside okay. Boys to Men mm. and the Backstreet Boys. So it would be oh, one wow. big boy band performance. Like a 90s boy band type deal. It would be right. amazing, yeah. Why didn't New Kids on the Block get an invite? Well, we don't know. They, they haven't old, announced it they, yet. They old kids now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, old kids so on is the block. boys to men. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they're so, Ain't either. no boys left in that group. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> I love them all. Well, that would be interesting. Well, those those are just the three that mm-hmm. were mentioned in this rumor. It dropped about three weeks ago, but somebody just tagged me in it today. But I mean, who knows? They could invite all the boy bands that ever were, like Dream Street with Jesse McCartney, One Direction. If Zayn ever wants to talk to the One Direction boys again, it's a, it, that would be a really smart move on the NFL's part to do a boy band halftime show because I think for for women tuning in, that that would those would be massive numbers. Because, I, I mean, I know women enjoy football, uh-huh. and those numbers have increased over the years, but to have a female-centric halftime show, mm-hmm. I think only works for the ratings and, and works for the numbers. For I the heard NSYNC is going to be doing an ice show. <laughs> NSYNC <laughs> on ice? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I would see it. I would, buy, I would be front row. Here's the other thing that happened. There was a Ticketmaster page that popped up that says, buy NSYNC tickets. 2024 and someone did some digital sleuthing like this was their job and found that it was a new page that had been created so it wasn't an old page from way back in the day that automatically updates so you've got that rumor out there you've got the other rumor that somebody's showing that they are hiring for touring positions as well but here's the thing i would pick a tour over the halftime show like, I want to go see them in person. Halftime mm-hmm. show would be cool. They've done it before with Britney and Aerosmith, so it's nothing new. But I would love a tour or a Vegas residency. I'd be down for that because I think, Abby, you and I talked about how the Sphere, the new concert venue in Las Vegas that has one of the biggest screens, mm-hmm. um, liked one of NSYNC's posts, which is super sus. I think Why they're following them, too. I think mm-hmm. they just recently followed them, which is so exciting. So there could be a Vegas residency. Oh, we're going if that happens. Oh, my oh, God. Wanted- and we're going front row. I'm buying tickets. We're, I'll be front row. Y'all can be wherever you want. I'm going to be past the front row. We're moving into the hotel <laughs> of the residence. We're living in the sphere. And we're going to see them every day from the front row. Oh, I'll see JC in the bed next to him. Ooh, Ooh, spicy. <laughs> I think he's married. No, <laughs> She can join. It's fine. You're, you're, ma- you're married you kind too, of are too, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. If we got you backstage at NSYNC, and you and JC meet, and your eyes meet, and he's like, damn, I like them bangs, girl. <laughs> Me and Joshua Scott right, So, And you got a real shot at this, and you called your husband. You're like, hey, I got a shot at JC. <sighs> I mean, it's one night, chat, one night. Will you give me this? Would he think JC or Jesus Christ? <laughs> 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 is there a difference? Hey, to an insane fan, there is not. She gonna be saying, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. A, would you ask, and B, do you think he would give you the green light? I think he would give me the green light. He would not. I think he would, but I wouldn't ask. I would. Th- my marriage to Chad is more important, but I would hang out backstage for it's a very one, long time. It's 100% definite. What? You, you know for 100% that you could hook up with JC. I, w- I wouldn't. I, you would. I, I genuinely can tell you I would not do it, but I would tell everybody that story. <laughs> I would get JC on camera somehow saying it. I wouldn't put it out to the public, but all of y'all would know. I had a shot and I turned JC down. Hey, can you can, can we make a promise right now that if NSYNC ends up having a residency in Vegas, we all go? Oh, sure. This I promise you. This <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But that's... My work here is done. Uh, do Mo and I have to go for the show? Yes. Or we can, you guys can go to the show no. and he and I can go uh-uh. and do if our you thing. Go, if we all go to Vegas, we're all going to the Instinct show. The entire show? Yes, the entire <laughs> show. <laughs> I love that there are women already online, like fighting Gen Z, being like, if you did not wait in line, 
for original tickets, you don't get to buy it. If you're not using eye cream, you don't get to buy it. And Mo's like, do we have to stay the whole show? My God. This is where I'm going to claim my half of my millennial status since I'm on the cusp. I will be a millennial for that show. For more stories, head to theburtshow.com. Clicky Buzz. Get it. The Burt Show. The thought of it is so disgusting that I put it off for three weeks, day in and day out, day in and day out. So I've been taking my health very seriously this year, not just from a working out standpoint, because you can look good and still not be in good shape. Might have a lot of stuff going on with your blood work or whatever. So I decided this year is going to be the year that I was not only going to continue to work out and be consistent, but I was actually going to be healthy vanity it's taking a backseat to health for the first time in my life. So uh, I went to this holistic doctor that has done a full rundown of everything that's going on in my life. I've been taking blood work, finding out about the uh, different toxins inside my body. I found out that my mercury levels are through the roof. So and been- why was that? Because I eat salmon every morning. (laughs) Unseasoned salmon. (laughs) That's the real offensive part. If it was seasoned, my mercury level would be down. Put some salt on it. I don't know. (laughs) Might as well. I don't need it. So, yeah, so I'm finding out all these things about my body, right? And all these tests have been coming in the mail. And one of them was this home fecal test. Which I've had to do before, years and years and years ago, and it was legit the grossest thing I've ever had to do. Because you get to play with your poo. Ugh, you have to hold, like, this plate underneath your poo, and then you have to poo on this plate, and that's really gross. Then you got to sift through it with, like, a little spoon and put it in test tubes. And, I mean, this was 10 years ago, and it was just so disgusting. I was so happy I was never going to have to do it again. But with all these workups... Test arrives at my house, and I've been telling you guys for weeks now, three weeks now, every day, I have put this thing in my eyes view in my bathroom, reminding me, today's the day you got to do it, dude. Today's the day you got to do it. Just get over it. Stop being a child and just do it. So as I was leaving here yesterday, I said to these guys, look, I got to be honest with you, I'm regular right before I leave my house for the show. So if I'm late tomorrow, it's because I'm sifting through my poo. <laughs> Hell of a reason to be late. What a great visual. <laughs> That's just a funny sentence to me. Um, so anyway, so um, last night I decide, okay, I'm going to open up this box and I'll put everything all in order, ready to go. I even ordered rubber gloves that finally came. Um, so, you want to expedite it that your way you're not too late. So you need to know what you're doing and what to prepare for yeah, yeah, yeah. for this morning. I mean, because trying to get up in the morning and figure out all these directions yeah. and everything when you're half awake is not going to happen. So I wanted to do it the night before. So three weeks now, every single day, I'm looking at this box going, no, I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it because it's so gross. Last night, I'm like, I commit. I open up the box. I start reading the instructions. Uh, and I... About a quarter of the way through, I'm I'm starting to get a little on the confused side. There's a whole bunch of test tubes and stuff, and there's a whole bunch of cotton swabs, but and there's some directions on different things you're supposed to do, but there's nothing in there about a home fecal test at all. All it was was a in-mouth cotton swab that I had to swab my mouth, put in a test tube, and send back to the lab. You literally... Didn't have to do anything with poop whatsoever. Are there, you was no, me? there was no in-home fecal test. All this time. He created it in his head. Wow. And I have no idea how I got to that conclusion. <laughs> if you, it would be even more funny if you would have done it. <laughs> right? Taking the swab and put it up my butt. Could you imagine? Could you imagine when they got that at the lab and they're like, Man, this guy, is what is he eating? <laughs> and why does it smell like that? What is that smell? <laughs> Good for him. Right? So it was much. How did you like concoct that in your brain? I think at some point as I was talking to this holistic doctor and she was rattling off all the things that we're going to have to do over the course of the next six months. Yeah. That was going to be one of them. And I just, when the box came, I assumed somehow in my head that it was time. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even read it. I didn't even read it. So... I'll get it done today. It'll be over in three minutes. 
So you paid our producer, Mikey, to sift through your poop, but then you never made him do it for nothing, though. Yeah, I gave him $250 for nothing. For nothing. Because <laughs> he literally on the air said that he would come th- he would come to my house and do it because he's so desperate for money. And then I Venmo'd him, and I'm like, dude, you don't have to do that. I, I refuse to let you do that. Here's 250 just for being willing to do it. So, yeah, I paid him to do that yeah. for nothing at all. That's an expensive mistake. <laughs> Are you a little bit relieved, though? Um, I wasn't last night. Kristen uh, had to, <laughs> Kristen was DMing me last night because I was really pretty hard on myself. Yeah, night. I think it went from instead of, because he's agonized. You have, you've worried about this for no reason. What You've caused unnecessary stress in your life. I think it's the hypocrisy that I'm so bothered by of constantly telling my kids that they need to be capable human beings <laughs> when their dad is not a capable human being. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think I realized it last night yeah. and it was just too much. Yeah. I, hey, I, thir- I I laughed out loud during your Insta story because <laughs> no, I could see the disappointment of yourself <laughs> in your own face. I said to Kristen, I just need to be somebody else for a little while. <laughs> I, I'm so sick of me right now. All right, on Monday, we will start the show talking about white people and your terrible hygiene problem. (laughs) It's getting worse. It's getting worse, Caucasians, and we need to put an end to it starting on Monday. Have fun with your swab test today. (laughs) It'll be nice and easy. It's the Bird Show. Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.